Welcome to the Gospel Truth Project Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Cooper, and I got my co-host here. Hey, it's me, Dylan. What's up, Dylan? How are you doing today? I am doing good. A little hot here, but oh well. <laughs> I, I think it's funny when you talk about heat, because for those who don't know, he's Californian. And uh, oh, yeah. me... Me being in Phoenix, Arizona area, greater Phoenix area in general, um, he is usually my best friend here. <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy how, to me. How hot is it over there right now? It is a beautiful 94. Ha, it's actually hotter there than it is here. It's only 87 here. <laughs> I don't know if you did, but you know, dang. <laughs> I, I prayed that you would experience my troubles. <laughs> no, no, that's the reason I live here. That's the reason I live here. Sunday right. in 70 to 75, perfect. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> no, that's too cold. This morning, you I got up. too cold. Listen, this morning I got up, got to my car, and it was like 68 degrees. And I was like, bear, I need my jacket. <laughs> you are ridiculous. Like I was about to go full on winter coat here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's amazing. So what's going on with you? What's exciting going on? What are you up to? Uh, just another Wednesday. So I uh, just getting ready for youth group today, tomorrow, and uh and the podcast. That's that's pretty much it. That's the awesome. on my uh my agenda today. That's well, exciting. Cut this one not a little bit shorter than normal because we are running behind. Yeah, but, same. I mean, okay. No. Don't worry, we got content for this one. Um, now, do? last week I know. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> last week we, uh, I know we talked about like, hey, we don't know what we're going to talk about next week, and that was true. And um, throughout the week, just been texting back and forth, like, what if we talk about this? What if we talk about this? And I think we got a good topic to talk about this week. Um, but we do have a topic already for next week, yeah. which, which I am excited to go over, and it's going to be a little bit more intense. So this episode is going to be a little bit easier and a little bit um, more straightforward, I guess is a good way to put it. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad we came to a decision because we had <laughs> too many, and that was a kind of our issue. We're going like, what are we going to do? We have this idea. We have that idea. So yeah. Uh, I say we'll have some good shows uh, lined up yeah, here in the next I, couple weeks. I think a lot of like you and me, we have a lot of ideas that we want to do, and um, some of those ideas take a little bit more study and then last minute or a day before or something like a little bit more research to make sure that we are, uh, you know, portraying the right light on those subjects. So. Um, as you notice, the first couple of subjects that we have done are a little bit more easier to um, get into, understand, um, like prosperity gospel, what is it? That kind of stuff is a little bit more simplistic and easy yeah. to understand, which is, is good. And it's just very, very easy to look at the Bible and say, oh, yeah, that is biblical or, yeah, this is biblical. So today we are actually going to go on the topic of sin and what is it? What is sin? That's a good question. That's a question, too. You know, I feel like nowadays there's a lot of, uh, you know, well, it says it's the same, but why? And, like, it gets into a lot of that type of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Of, like, well, is it, is it a sin? Is it really a sin? And stuff like that. I mean, there's some topics we could maybe, we may talk on. I don't know. Uh, we'll see where it goes mm -hmm. uh, here in the next, you know, uh, 45 or so. But, you know, this is, if you just think about what is sin, you know. Yeah. I, it's just, it's like, it's the absence of God. Um, without God, I believe that's, I want to say it's the Hebrew or Greek. Um, but and you've got some Bible verses here you wanted to, you wanted to share with real quick. Yeah, um, one right off the bat that, because we... As Christians, we talk a lot about sin in general, and um, a lot of issues we see nowadays is that people and media and people who say, oh, I'm Christian or something like that, and then you see them in the media where they're just like, you're going to hell because you sinned. And I think 
obviously that's a wrong way of proclaiming God's love by, you know, well, doing it that way. It's not love. <laughs> it's not loving. It's not love. <laughs> you have right. to meet the person. Right. At, you know, and, where they um, need to be met. You know, you can't just be, you're a sinner. You're going to hell. It's like, well, we all right. are sinners. Right. You know, in so, a sense, we've all fallen short. So, I mean, it's, you got to be in a loving way, but there's sometimes you do need to be, there's a time and place for harshness, I believe. But sometimes, I mean, not harsh, but tough love. There's a place for tough love, but there's also a time to be understanding and loving. Right, and the reason why to bring that up is because a lot of times we use the term sin and people who do not understand who God is or what Christianity is for the most part, they'll look at that and like, I don't know what sin is. And the generic idea of sin is like sin city, Vegas. It's like prostitutes and drugs and alcoholism. Like, <laughs> um, you know, that yeah, kind no, of stuff. Like, and, there's a lot, you know, people just think of, problem is what i think we get caught up with with sin is that we look it through our our eyes not god's eyes necessarily because see for us it's like oh well this sin's worse than that sin oh murder is worse than telling a white lie but you gotta remember like it says that all sins are the same in the lord's eye whether we can actually see that in um galatians 5 which we talk about a lot because i love that Galatians that 5 is a, it's all you need oh i mean <laughs> right <laughs> not really but, but no no but it's a good place to start because it, it talks about um you know what is like walk by the spirit because if we accepted jesus like we talked about the week before in salvation was that if we walk by the spirit that's gifted to us um from christ once we accept him, um, desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. And then it goes on to say what the desires of the flesh are. And that's kind of what, that that's what sin is, is against what God is, right? Um, and so you can see that it's wrapped up in 19, uh, Galatians 5, 19, where it talks about sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, amenity, strife, jealousy, Fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies. But you can see that there's a range of stuff there that we say is a range, right? As humans, we look at that and like, oh, fits of anger, you get mad sometimes. Oh, you get a little jealous sometimes. But man, orgies. But in the same sense. Well, no, never those orgies. That's just right. too far. Right. So if you see this from a biblical perspective, that's all one thing. That's all left or right, spirit or flesh. It's that's the whole thing. Sin itself is black and white. And that's something I think people need to understand is that when you're walking a Christian lifestyle, sin is very black and white. It's it's either it is part of God and the Holy Spirit and what he wants to bring, or it's not. Simple as it gets. Right. Yeah, and very that's true. why we talked about the fruit of spirit. Yeah, we talked about the fruit of spirit, which is what God brings. And if it doesn't line up with those things, that you could see that they're not of God because those aren't of God. Um, yeah, I, that was one of the verses I wanted to bring up. But um, we as Christians talk about uh, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up is First John one nine, which you might know, but it's if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, He is faithful and just true to his own nature and promises and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything not in conformity with his will and purpose. So that right there can sum up anything that's not his will and purpose in our life. Everything not in conformity with it is wrongdoing, that it's unrighteousness, it's it's sin. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, what do you what do you, what do you take from that? Um, oh, <laughs> I just thought I was talking. I just thought I was talking back to you for a little bit, and I had my mic was muted. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, hold up. Can you repeat the question? I totally I no. It's fine. Threw myself off. Uh, 
No, it's just it's just that verse where it talks about that. We'll forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything that is in which is not in conformity of his will and purpose. So anything outside his will and purpose is wrongdoing, sin, and unrighteousness, right? Anything that is not of the Lord, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, sin is anything that is not of God. Or, you know, not yeah, not of God. Because God has made it right. clear what he wants and what he expects from us. And if we don't do that, whether it's like he says that's a lie, whether it is yeah. a dramatic big lie or it's, a, you know, like saying my hair is super thick and lush, like it's long, it's, you know, luscious, luscious locks and, uh, you know, that's a lie. <laughs> like, it's not a big lie to say, no. I have my father's hair. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> I look. I right. look forward to going bald. Art. <laughs> More bald. I'm not really that bald, but you know. Right, I'll get but that there. puts in perspective that we as humans think of levels when God Himself exactly. thinks of is it or is it not. It's yeah. <laughs> That's what you said. That's oh. it. actually First uh, John three four through five through three. First John chapter three, verse four and five. Uh, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sins. So no one who abides in him keeps on sinning, and no one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or knowing him. And if you look into this from a uh, perspective, when it's talking about uh, like keeps on sinning. It's it's talking about living a sinful life, right? Uh, yeah. If you, and that's true. Is that we fight the flesh now? I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. But the I my lifestyle does not revolve around sin anymore. My lifestyle is not sinful in the sense that I do not live to sin. My point and my purpose of my life is to live for Christ. To live in the the Word and to read and to let the Holy Spirit guide me and interact with people with like I, we talked about before. Um, so not living in sin. That's the whole point is that if we abide in him, we don't keep living in sin. We are now renewed, right? Yeah, 100%. Because accepting Jesus is basically saying it's denying your flesh and denying your sin full nature and saying no mm-hmm. i'm choosing god i'm choosing christ mm-hmm. um and i'm not saying there's still not going to be the temptations there's still not going to be the oh like mm, you know it's like basically like, you know there's a there's a pie sitting there like the classic cartoon like there's a pie sitting there you're like no. <laughs> like, mm, that pie looks really good. It's like, but you know you shouldn't be eating it. It's Why like, shouldn't I, Dylan? Well, because it's <laughs> temptation right there, the pie. Right. You know, glutton, you know, Speak. you know, it's like, mm, but it's, it's a nice French apple pie. And you know you got vanilla ice cream in the freezer. Like, mm, it just sounds good. Like, why not? Just one, one slice of pie ain't gonna hurt, right? Mm-hmm. You say that, and then you end up eating the whole pie, and then, you know, you're 20 pounds heavier going, like, what happened? <laughs> that, that brings up uh, 1 Corinthians 10.13, actually. Uh, no temptation has overtaken you that it's not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. How's them for apples? <laughs> well, it's not apple pie, but yeah, um, <laughs> right. It's uh, you know, um, it's true. The temptation and, and like that, and and he does. He he gives you the strength. That, well, it was like Philippians four thirteen. I can do God, wait. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Which I need to remember that sometimes because there's times where you know there's an apple pie, and I'm like, hmm. That looks really good. Right. It it's interesting to me that if you go into what I just read, the first Corinthians ten thirteen, if you take the no temptation has overtaken, 
if you read the original uh, Greek translation of that, it's actually more, uh, there's more context there. It's no temptation regardless of its source has overtaken or enticed you. That is not common to human experiences. <laughs> and I think that's a really cool way to say it because some people are like, well, we have technology nowadays and things so readily available. You know, for a guy, it's hard to stay away from certain temptations or for for a female, it's harder to stay from certain temptations or, uh, you know, it's like using using technology and advancement in human science and stuff like that as a crutch to why you can keep on living a sinful life. When in reality, you're just finding excuses for yourself to keep on living in that way. Yeah, exactly. I think. What is it? Um. I think of what I've always been told to, like, you know, by coaches and stuff, and like my dad. It's like, well, excuses are like buttholes, you know? Everybody's got one. That's the way to put it. I mean, I was never told. It wasn't exactly said buttholes. It was used, you know, something else. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just keep it PG. Yeah, all the words were used, but, you know, it's like, you know, right, every, right, everybody's right. got an excuse for something. Um, Everybody has one. You know, whether it's like, oh, well, you know, uh, I just drink a little, you know, because, you know, I get tired off of work. I have to relax. Like, oh, you know, I don't get drunk that often. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I only I only do this a little bit. It's like right. it goes back to the whole thing. A little bit. Right. It's still, you know. I don't know why it's, it goes to basketball or like a sport from like, you know, if you score one point, two points or three points in basketball, it's still, mm-hmm. it's still points on the board. Like it right. still counts. Like you can't just pick and choose like, well, it's not really because, you know, it's just not big enough. Like, you know, nothing's too big right. or too small for the Lord. Right. I mean, I mean um, that in a sense of like able to heal people and to like do miracles and also he keeps that standard i think across the board Mm -hmm. um yeah i i think it's important to uh that we we classified sin and what it is and i think it's important to know where sin comes from um because it comes from somewhere where could that be (laughs) right we know that god is good Everything good comes from God. And God is that good. Is, right. That is biblical truth. All the time. And when it comes down to and all that, the time, we know that. Right. So when God people, is good. I've had people come up to me and say, you know, and say, hey, um, if God is good, why does sin exist? Or why do bad things happen? And ooh, the interesting ooh, thing I know is, this is, one. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Well, it's because we live in a fallen world. People need to remember, right. like, Whoa. there's, there's, I, I hear that a lot too. It's like, well, why do people get sick? Why do people get cancer? Why is there all this bad why stuff and die? disease in the world? It's like, well, there wasn't. <laughs> right. The, the, initial, the initial plan wasn't for there to be any of that. Right. Adam and Eve well, had it made, and they're like, mm, you know what? <laughs> we have choice. The whole, the whole free thing. will we, thing. we have choice. And right. free if, will if, is what makes us, well, you know, makes well, us us, and, but also is the reason that we are in the situation we are in. First John chapter 1, 8 through 10 says, If we say we have no sin, refusing to admit that we are sinners, we delude ourselves and the truth is not in us. His word does not live in our hearts. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confessed our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sin and cleanse us continually from unrighteousness, wrongdoing, everything not as conformity with his will and purpose. If we say that we have not sinned, refusing to admit acts of sin, we make him out to be a liar by contradicting him, and his word is not in us. And... uh, that's really important because we can look at it and say, you know, where does, where does this come from? And we can see that it comes from our, from us. Like we, we say that's in our hearts. We're sinful beings. Right. 
And um, it it's always comes down to interesting where uh, I think the Bible actually talks about where sin comes from, which is, oh, I got it here. I found it. Mark 7, 20 to 23. And he said, whatever comes from the heart of a man, that is what defiles and dishonors him. Oh, yeah. For for from within, that is out of the hearts of men come base and malevolent. Um, malevolent? How do you say that word? Thoughts and schemes. Acts of sexual immorality, thefts, murder, adulteries, acts of greed, um, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, unrestrained conduct, envy, jealousy, slander, profanity, arrogance, and self-righteousness, and foolishness, poor judgment. All these evil things, schemes, and desires come from within and defile and dishonor the man. Right? It's because God is good, and he gives us the free will to choose him or the opposite. And we already uh, clarified that sin itself is the opposite of God's will. That's it. As simple as it gets, the opposite of what God's will and purpose in our lives. And but what is his will and purpose in our lives, Jason? Ooh, even better. Do you have verses for this one? Uh, No, I don't have any of those verses. I have John and Matthew, Mark, I have all these other verses up right now, but I cannot find the notes. So, <laughs> I have my, all my Bible study things open right now, and I can't find. I got like twenty tabs open, and I'm trying to search through it. Um, that's fine. So, Bible say about God's purposes. Um, so we know first off, Romans eight twenty eight says that we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, and for those who are called according to His purpose, right? Um. And when it comes down to it, verse after verse after verse, it says that it's his purpose. We pray for his will to be done. We pray for his guidance. We pray for his thing. And I think the reason why it's not, it usually isn't very specific on um, what that looks like outside of, okay, I'll say outside of this, outside of loving others, outside of living in the word, reading the word, um, praying to him, getting involved with him sharing the gospel, that kind of stuff is our purpose, but that's God's purpose for us is to bring more people to his love and his understanding and what he's here for. Right. Um, and I think that's why it's always saying like, this is our role in things and this is what God wants us to do. And that's God's purpose. And that can look a little bit different per person. Like for you, it's being in ministry for the youth fantastic right my purpose might be different it might be making this podcast and making sure it's up and running it might be pastoring someday we don't know that's the whole point is that the bible transcends time because god's outside time so his purpose is very purposeful (laughs) wow what a pk wow (laughs) no but you're right (laughs) you're right um right Oh, man, I just, dang, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, I, um, there's, there's a lot to this, and I think it's really important to understand that you can't just take things at face value. If someone's telling you this is what it is, and then you're just like, oh, yeah, I'll take that as a word. I don't want you to take my word for it. I don't want you to take Dylan's word for it. Like people need to don't. look this up. Oh, 100%. research, read. <laughs> like, like I said, I think I said it. I don't know, maybe the first or second podcast. Mm-hmm. But I tell I tell my students too. I'm like, hey, if you hear somebody like quote a Bible verse, or they say something, check it up. Like, pull it up. We have the resource. Mm-hmm. Just because they're in a, you know. The place of authority or leadership doesn't mean they can't be called out. Not like necessarily called out, but like in a respectful way, be like, hey, like, like, let me, like, as accountability, to keep them, make sure they're being honest and maybe they were wrong. Like, I always try to catch Jason. It's more at this point, it's more of a game for me. I'm like, oh, what did you say? Romans, what? Romans 8. Oh, my God. He's right in there. I'm going to call him out. 
wasn't it the uh well that's good because uh i think it was an act 17 where the barians the barians i think that's how you pronounce it um they were more noble than those in thessalonica uh, nika which because when peter i think it was peter that went to preach to him and they corrected him right um and uh i think it was peter was it peter it actually might have been john now i gotta look it up yeah i was I trying to look it up 17. i was trying to look it up real quick so i could see but i know it's act 17 where the barians corrected um uh who was with them preaching to him and said well no actually the bible says this like scripture says this and he was like wow you corrected me thank you and he he valued that because when you're giving correction it's fantastic because i want to grow i want to learn i want to know more i want to be strengthened based on what i'm saying you know um that's really i think that's a really crucial thing about being a christian in general is that um learning more and acquiring more knowledge in things like this so you can discuss it better for people who have questions because otherwise if someone comes up to you and starts asking you questions you're like ah it's in there somewhere (laughs) and it's true it's part of being a christian and having your faith is always to be growing and to be learning because as soon as you put, you can't put God in a box. You can't put your mm-hmm. faith in a box. If you put it in a box, it's not going to grow. You'll stay as small as you allow yourself to be. Like, you should constantly be trying to push yourself and grow. Like, and that's intimidating. It is. Like, I'm in leadership and it's like, ah, uh, how am I growing? Can I be doing this more? What can I be doing more to help? Like, I find that, like, I find the most biggest time I probably push myself, and I should do it more, but um, it's like when I go to Mexico. When I go to Mexico, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, dang. Like, okay, I, I don't understand everybody. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> but I know that I'm like, oh, when you do this pizza oven, I can lift heavy right. things. Okay, right. it, I can it, go be a blessing that way, and just like just waking up and not necessarily knowing like how you're going to serve the Lord, but that's all you wake up, and mm-hmm. that's all you're going to do. It, mm-hmm. It's uh, it puts it, yeah, it puts it in a perspective that's a little bit different. It's like whoa, okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's First Peter three fifteen, three fifteen that says, uh, but in your heart set Christ apart as Lord. Always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope and confident assurance elicited by faith that is within you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. That's what you uh, reminded me there of. <laughs> oh, dang. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good, important verse because I see it a lot of times where I even I have uh, brothers and sisters in Christ who are like, they this is wrong they need to stop this and i told them off because of it and i'm like you did what (laughs) why what what are you doing like it needs to be respectful calm like uh gentleness is one of the traits of the holy spirit and if you're not reflecting that then i have some questions for you (laughs) because we talked about this last week where salvation is part of that is that you get the spirit holy spirit within you and part of that is gentleness and if you can't discuss with someone in a gentle manner, then I might ask you, are you, are you sure you're connected with Christ and who he is and what his real purpose is in your life? And, um, make sure that you're staying connected, you know? Dylan, I think your mic is muted. Yes, it was. I, you know, it is. I gotta make sure I click (laughs) it. So I unmute myself. I was sitting there going like, yeah, and I was like, uh, and I don't even remember what I was saying anymore, but you know, <laughs> it's too dang hot. Yeah. It's so hot. Oh. See, this is where the Lord can test your patience, and a lot of other things is when it's hot. <laughs> yeah, I think... uh if anybody knows me, they know that my favorite book is James, and I said that before. You yeah, think you said it every <laughs> podcast to this point? Every podcast, every single one. <laughs> so one thing I wanted—if you haven't read it, read James four. 
And the reason why I say James 4 is because it talks about that our flesh is what we fight against, right? That we want to submit ourselves to God and uh, resist the devil and he'll flee from you and resist resist temptation, those things that do tempt us. Um, and it, it's, it's funny because I think it's uh, very important to understand that it's not like some mystical force out there with more power than you can ever imagine that's like playing you like a puppet. It's it's literally just your flesh. Your flesh desires that of the world, and that is what we're at war against every single day, is that our flesh does crave those things. Um, I had one person come up to me, and we were talking about this a couple years ago, where they felt wrong and felt like they were in the wrong because they craved those things. Like they were... They were craving alcohol because they used to be an alcoholic and they were craving, um, you know, drugs because they were clean for five years and they were craving it. And they felt like they were sinning because they were craving it. I was like, that's temptation. Temptation in itself is not a sin. Even Jesus was tempted in the desert from from uh, the devil. But when it came down to it, it's the choices you make at the end of the day and to rely on God and drawing near to God so that he can keep us clean and purify us. That's what you need to be doing. That's the goal. Yeah. Not necessarily the the temptation to do it cuz your flesh is going to crave it one day and the next day and the next day and the next day, you know. It's not going to stop. No, and that's like uh I had a pretty uh pretty awesome uh youth leader. Or not youth leader. I think it was actually it was uh college ministry at the time. He said mm-hmm. um I was talking for the men, he's like, hey, you know, temptation of, like, lust and all that stuff. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. it's like, that's something you guys need to get a hold on, like, and try, like, get accountability, you do all this. It's like, it does not change when you get older just because you get married. Temptations, mm-hmm. your temptations, no matter what you go through, what they are, will always be there. It's like, unless you're grounded in the word and have accountability in a team, True. Like, you will fail. And it's like, dang. It's like it's because we live in a world that is so fallen, mm-hmm. and you need um, Jesus to get through it. Right, uh, Romans twelve one to two. Uh, it's it says, "I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship." Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Um, That's the basic English translation to understand what is being talked there. And and I think it's important because uh, by the renewing of your mind, if you, again, going back to original Greek, Greek words have more... um, like read between the lines kind of thing. What's the what's the terminology there that I'm trying to think of here? Uh, context. You know what I'm trying to say. Like context. Yeah, it has more like, context. There's yeah, the message it has more context. before. The, yeah, yeah, more context. So when you look at renewing of your mind in context, if you look at scripture from a Greek standpoint, your renewing of your mind is focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is and um, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. And I think that's important because it's you're renewed, which means that your focus changed. Like I said before, and you said before, it's the idea that we're not living that sinful life anymore. We do sin, yes, but our focus and our goal and we strive for Christ and getting closer to him, drawing near to him and um, reading up on him and getting close to him. Um, yeah. A lot of people who do struggle with sin usually do. And, and now this is just what I've noticed mm-hmm. when people do struggle with sin more, it's you can see that it correlates closely to them studying and getting close to God more or not. If yeah. I'm reading the Bible five times a week and praying all day every day or you know in general i'm like connecting to god exactly i which i'm floating on air i'm so involved in the holy spirit i feel great because i feel that peace that presence of god 
with me. Continue. Go on. Say what you're saying. I'm babbling now. <laughs> I know. I had to unmute myself. Um, <laughs> but no, like the more you're walking with the Lord, the harder you're like, I, I think I said it last time, but the more you're walking with him, the more there's going to be the enemy attacking you because you are doing the work for the Lord and for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Because you're doing that, there's going to be more struggle. They're going like there's going to be attacks on you. You have right. to, that's why you have to be that's why you have to dig into the word more, be more equipped, be more ready to go. I remember like right. I thought I had a grip on it and then getting into leadership into ministry. I'm like, whoa, I'm like get hit with depression, get hit with like this temptation like crazy. I was going like, what the heck? Like, what is this? Like, I thought I was in leadership now. It's going to be easier. No, and not, I don't, you don't have everybody, you know, talking about it. I think it's a big thing mm-hmm. too, is that a lot of the temptation, I just broke a pen. Oh, well. Um, I heard that. <laughs> if my sister's listening to the podcast, please don't let mom know that I broke her pen. Um, <laughs> but... No, but the thing is, though, is that there's a whole thing of of not wanting to talk about when you're struggling. Um, there's a lot of that of the enemy wanting us to feel like you're alone. I think that happens yeah. so much, and it's you know you're told like oh, like uh, is it sixty percent of pastors deal with pornography? It's it's high. Which is it, like sixty? That's sixty. That's a lot. Like, it's even worse when you think of that 60% that's been confessed about it. I mean, and I think that was like, you know, I like to say that they're all being honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it was an honest group uh, polling. Almost right. 100% of them are all liars. Um, but no, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, and if that's just yeah. that. And the thing is, there's so many things that are like, oh, no, we'll talk about what sins are, but do you want to talk about how you are sinning? It's like, oh, no, because the fear of judgment and everything. And I feel like, you know, like, you and me, though, we have that relationship. We're like, hey, man, like, I am struggling in this right now. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, I've sat down, yep. you know, down on the stairs and, you know, bawled my eyes out and talked to you about, you know, things where you and your wife are there. And I'm sitting there crying and going like, oh, I feel like this. And I... You know, and the enemy just allowed the enemies to tear me down to the point where I was like, yep. I'm like, and you're like, why didn't you tell me? I'm going like, I don't know. I just, you know, it's like <laughs> the enemy wants to make you feel alone. And I, if somebody's listening to this and they feel like you're alone, like you feel like, you know, you're not, you're like, oh no, I don't, I don't want to share that with anybody. No, they don't understand. There's not a single mm-hmm. person that has not gone through what you've gone through. Most likely, there's nothing new on this earth, whether it's depression, suicide, alcoholism, uh, a sex addiction, anything like that. There's somebody who's probably gone through it. There's somebody who would, has been through it, got through it, who would love to help you, talk to you, reach out to those who you mm-hmm. love, who care about you. Um, like reach out to us if you want. Um, I, you know, we may have not gone through it, but we can at least try to understand where you're coming through. through. Right. Um, Thrum, I just said a word, thrum. And, uh, but no, we can, we can try to help you and be there for you. Um, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not priests, you know, we're not asking you to confess to us, but like, if you need that, those people, or need somebody to be there for you, like, we can be there for you. Um, you know, um, isn't, um, yeah. that's all I have to say on that. I, I think it's because we, I think most people don't understand the power of confession. Oh, 100%. And, <laughs> I, I think that's something that's going on a lot right now is that people don't understand the power of confession. And confession doesn't have to be to leaders, right? Um, it's not exclusively to Bible leader shepherds. Oh, or, no, not at all. I, at I just all. said, like, you know, you're just my one of my best friends. I'm like... Talk to a friend. It's like talking to a friend, venting about your day at work. Like, oh man, today at work, you won't believe this. And and this person on the freeway, they cut me off. Like, you just talk about like that stuff with your friends. You can, you know, just 
Mm -hmm. If you have that openness, it really... Because as soon as you admit to, and you're like, hey, man, like, I've been struggling with lying lately. It takes away the power that that sin has. You're like, oh. Oh. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. the depression is kind of fleeting. I don't feel bad about that. I don't... Oh. You know, I'm, right. I'm not a and bad then, person. Everybody deals with this. Like... Right, and, and that's where you get like James 5.16, where it says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man and a believer can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is a dynamic and can have tremendous power. That right there in itself talks about confessing to others, and it doesn't say confess to preacher, pastor, leader, whatever it doesn't say that it says to each other as a community and we can see this again when uh in first john 1 7 it says but if we really walk in the light that is live each and every day in conformity with the precepts of god as he himself is in the light we have true and broken fellowship with one another he with us and we with him and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin by erasing the stain of sin, keeping us cleansed from sin in all its form and manifestations. So it's that fellowship with God, and it's it's talking with others about it, and we're renewed from uh, because of Christ and what he did for us, right? Um, I think it's in uh, Galatians 6.2 where it says, carry one another's burdens, and in Galatians this way you fulfill the requirement. Yeah, and in this way you'll fulfill the requirement of the law of Christ. That is the law of Christian love. Pretty sure that's what that one is. Wait, are you looking that one up? I'm trying to find my Bible tab. Bible, Bible, Bible. <laughs> um, while, while you're finding Bible tab, it's also 1 John 1.9. Um, if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins, cleanse us continually, form all unrighteousness, which I did read earlier because it's really important to know that that confession is really a big part of it. And um, that's something that uh, I think a lot of Christians deal with because even especially not just especially in leadership, but a lot of leadership has that issue with D Dylan was mentioning there where 60% of them deal with uh, pornography addiction or something like that. The, the issue there is because they're leaders, they feel like they can't admit those things because they'd be looked down upon or removed as leaders or invalidated. And in reality, that's that right there is leading by example. And we need to lead by example as leaders lead need to lead by example yeah and 100%. that example is made clear it's true like because there is such a a shame to when you are in a leadership you're like it's like oh i don't want to be seen as weak like mm. not necessarily as weak but like oh i think there's a stigmatism that comes with leadership that you feel like you're put on a pedestal like oh i can't right. i people can't know that i struggle with this people can't know that i'm know dealing with this but people need right. to also know hey we are human like I, I, I found the churches that I've been around or been with I probably enjoy the most the pastors that are like up front and they're like hey mm -hmm. I've dealt with this I've been through this like I just I'm not going to say any names or anything but I there's mm -hmm. this one pastor um Years ago, I had an affair, uh, uh, you know, cheated on his wife, and they got through mm -hmm. it. They got through all that and everything, which is horrible. But it's like, it's, he's open about that, and he talks about, like, how that, you know, the redemption all that came out of that and through that. And, mm -hmm. like, and I'm like, dang, I'm like, oh. I'm like, because, you know, like, it, it goes back to sin. Like, for us, as humans, it's like, that is a really bad sin. Like, whoa. Like, how could you, like, that's, how dare you, like, in God's eyes, it's the same as, you know, you know, things that I've done where I've lied or I've mm -hmm. been dishonest or I, I, you know, or cheated on a, on a English test in the eighth grade. You know? Right. I'm like, that's just, 
the same thing and it's like and there's I've had pastors who talk about you know their depression after their wife has passed stuff like right. that and it's like you know it's real and being open yeah. with that in the congregation too I think opens up like you know more room for others to share and for and that just I think it builds up tearing yourself down builds yourself up and build other people up in the community and their walk with Christ. I think we definitely need to do a podcast episode that's about leadership in general, because there's a lot about leadership. That's like exactly what you're saying. Indeed. Where if the leader is pretending to be perfect and hides his sin, we're not the congregation's going we're to go not. do that too. We are, so <laughs> we are, we are just messed up people like the rest of you who have been called to do this. That's it. It's, it's, it's like, uh, you know, the verse that talks about casting the first stone. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, we, 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 uh, we're no better. Like, we are just called to teach and to lead by example. There is a higher, right. a higher level of judgment put on us. Right. But there's nowhere that we are, you know, we're not holy or we're not more. You know, we don't deserve to be praised or anything because we are just a vessel for the Lord. And it's by leading by example, which is why there's such a high pressure on that, that yes. position is because the lead by example. But like, again, we'll get to leadership stuff on another podcast. <laughs> um, uh, like you mentioned earlier, finding someone to confess to like you and me, we talk to each other and we will be open with each other. And um, I think a good verse to end off with is Luke 17, three to four. Pay attention and always be on guard, looking out for one another. If your brother sins and disregards God's precepts, solemnly warn him. And if he repents and changes, forgive him. Even if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive him. That is give up resentment and consider this offense recalled and annulled. And this is brothers and sisters in Christ. And for you to me, we can talk to each other. If I have another friend that I like a newer friend, for example, who says, Oh, I'm, I follow Christ. I love God. I love the Bible. And I see them doing something that's, that's not of God. I'll, I'll pull them aside and be like, Hey dude, like this isn't of God. Like, what are you doing? Or that's not really of God. But in the sense of like, I I'm, I'm, trying to help you i'm looking out for you that's all um and that's where a lot of people use that to try to attack or to go after people who aren't christian and that's not what we're supposed to do we're supposed to love people show them who god is um and this just comes with it once you know once you're all accepted and into uh, accepted christ as your lord and savior and part of that you work together for the greater good and the greater good of what god's desire is upon us upon our life and upon others um and that's just important i I just wanted to say that because again it comes down to like i repent i turn away from that i won't do it again whatever like i want to get away from that i want to get away from that i want to get away from that um and that's just kind of that's kind of it you know make make sure that you talk to each other make sure that if you're dealing with something you're not alone there are people, including us, like you can tweet at us and DM us on our Twitter page or go onto our Discord and there's places for people to talk. And um, it's just important to know that we are here because God is there for us, so we are there for others. And that's important. As as Christians, we are supposed to be there. And you're not alone. And like Dylan, like you said, that sin will always push to say you're alone and we're mm-hmm. not. And sin happens, and we need to make sure that we're not living in sin, but our focus is on Him and and striving to be closer to Him by reading, confessing, and by um, worshiping Him. Worshiping, yeah, just so all the other worship. In general. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if you need to reach out to, um, you know, just like you said, go Discord, the Gospel Truth Project. Uh, DM us on our Twitter, the podcast at it's at, at the podcast GTP. Um, yeah, we love to hear from you guys. Um, we're here, we're here. We uh, always on our phones, so 
Yep. You hit us up. Yep, too much. Yeah, a little too much. <laughs> I know I get told often that it's like, why are you on your phone? I'm like, I'm just, just checking. I'm like, checking. Checking what? It's like, I don't know. It's not like I had to. It's been five seconds. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we're going to end the podcast here. <laughs> Tune in next Wednesday as well for our next episode. And uh, again, we do already have a topic for next week, and we're excited to talk about it. And we will uh, let people know on the Twitter. If you follow us there, we'll let you know early what the topic's going to be about. Um, so you can decide to tune in or not. Please do. <laughs> uh, Jason, you uh, want to pray us out, though? Sure. Yeah, I'll pray us out. <clears throat> God, I thank you for the time that we get to spend here together as we discuss your word and discuss who you are. I pray that the truth of your word is revealed to those who are listening, that you bring that truth to them um, and use us for this. And I just pray for those who are struggling with sin, who uh, are feeling alone or feeling depressed or feeling teared down, beaten down and to the bottom. I just pray that um, that you give them that person that they can talk to, that you open them up, that this message helps them um, just receive your Holy Spirit, God, to uh, just feel that peace, feel that joy, feel that love from you and be able to just break the chains of sin itself through you, God, and uh, through the power of the confession that you have uh, anointed through the word of God. And I just pray that um, that all of us here who are listening, as well as me and Dylan, that we just continue to seek you, continue to look for truth, and continue to uh, speak truth to others around us and be that influence that you called us to be. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Everybody, I hope you have a good rest of your day and week and weekend and see you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. See you guys on the flippity flop. <laughs> flippity flop. <laughs>